This program is part of Film Geek Radio. Visit filmgeekradio.com for more great shows. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Wait, Wait, Don't Eat Me, the brainiest zombie show on the web. My name is Chris Baker. I'm joined here tonight by my two lovely co-hosts, Sam Napolitan. Hello. And Katrina Tolak. Hi, everybody. If you're listening in tonight, this is episode five of Wait, Wait, Don't Eat Me. Our show is dedicated entirely to The Walking Dead, the TV show on AMC. Each week we get together, we watch the show, and then we... Uh, sit around and talk about it, give you our, our thoughts, our, our favorite zombies of the night, um, what we liked, what we didn't like, all that good stuff. So for tonight's show, we're going to be talking about episode five in the second season, which was titled Chupacabra. And before we get started, we're going to listen to a clip from last night's episode. Uh, do you? You think Andrea's on her period? I'm only asking because it's like all the women are acting really weird. And, and I read somewhere that when women spend a lot of time together, their cycles line up and they all get super crazy hormonal at the same time. I'm going to advise you to keep that theory to yourself. All right, so last night's episode aired at 9 o'clock on AMC. It was November 13th. And before we get going about our thoughts and what was awesome about it, Katrina is going to fill us in on the details. I sure can. I think this episode was particularly epic. Um, there was a lot, a lot less front porch philosophy and more action, more zombie deaths. And that got our little viewing party screaming and yelling uh, mm -hmm. in triumph. Daryl went on quite the anti-hero excursion after falling down a large hill and getting stabbed by one of his own arrows. That sucked. But he got so Lord of the Flies that he started cutting off zombie ears and stringing them and lacing them around his neck on like a necklace, the way that serial killers do, you know? So he was visited by visions of his own brother, Merle, who appeared with both hands, interestingly. Weird. So we're pretty, not, we're pretty sure he wasn't real. He's just a vision, yeah. right? Yeah, because the last time we saw him, he sawed off his own arm. Oh. <laughs> there was one point where Daryl bludged, like, bludgeoned a zombie to death, and they showed three very exquisite slams to the head. Like, it was disgusting. It fully satiated my zombie appetite for this week. But um, back on the farm, while Daryl's out in the forest, Lori is preggers, and she's depressed about it, and Maggie is giving Glenn the cold shoulder. After she Harsh. totally boned down on him, like in the previous episode, and Andrea <laughs> shot Daryl in the face because she thought he was a zombie. But naturally she missed because she's a girl. She's a stupid of girl course. with a gun. Girls can't so. shoot guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and at the end, there was a great cliffhanger. My zombie colleagues mentioned was in the comic books. Um, Glenn seemed to finally be making some headway with Maggie on the sexy time front. And he passed <laughs> her a note at the dinner table. So cute asking to meet him outside for a little haystack lovin'. A little romp in the hay. <laughs> but then comes across the biggest secret of them all, because Herschel, it seems, has been herding a bunch of zombies right inside the barn next to the house. Are they family? Are they friends? Is Herschel the friendly veterinarian totally insane? <laughs> um, we're not sure. There's lots to discuss there. In a way, it shows some hope, maybe, if that's the case. But also, no one has found Sophia yet, and nobody cares. <laughs> Except for Rick. Except, Except for Rick. Rick. And Daryl 2.1, I guess. What do you think about this week's episode? I thought it was really good. 
I think it keeps getting better every episode and makes me very happy. I agree. I'm so stoked. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure at the beginning, you know? Yeah. yeah. It was. It started slow, but they're definitely building stuff up and finally, like, getting to know some of the characters a little bit better who were kind of forgotten about in the first few episodes. Like Glenn? Like Glenn, yeah. Yeah, I miss Glenn. I'm so glad Glenn is back. He's so goofy. Awkward. <laughs> I know. And now he's, like, he's becoming a man. He's, like... <laughs> Well, I don't know. He's having sexy lady time with uh, <laughs> Maggie. Yeah, farmer's daughter. Yeah, so the episode opens with a flashback. They're on a highway that looks just like the highway they've been on in all the episodes. Like, I don't know if it's supposed to be the same highway or the just one they paid millions of dollars to commission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. That one. Yeah, they used all just their keep budgets. Back to it. <laughs> like, we'll I want to know if that highway exists in real life. <laughs> like, can I drive down it? <laughs> well, no, it's loaded with zombies. Obviously, well, not. obviously <laughs> not. But like, <laughs> realistic. Yeah. I wonder what interstate it is. Shane is with Lori. Um, this is, I think, pre Shane and Lori hook up. Whatever some it is, sexual attention. There. Yeah, but yeah. they're they're still in survival mode where no one knows what's going on. Yeah, and then they cut to helicopters bombing the shit out of Atlanta. Napalm. Yeah, yeah. big ass bombs like daisy cutters just blowing up the city. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Well, we've seen a couple scenes in Atlanta. Like in the first season, Rick walks into Atlanta on the horse. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to the CDC. Do you remember seeing like blown up buildings everywhere? No, Does this? I remember really. them all standing for the most. And I remember part. there being a lot of zombies. So I'm guessing the napalm. <laughs> yeah, tons of zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they just kind of threw that in without thinking about it. Like, hey, we'll blow shit up in the city. Yeah, and I don't really know how that scene connected to the rest of the episode. It kind of baffled me a little bit. That's true. I was excited that where that was going. I thought they'd go back into the city. Yeah. We were talking before last night when we watched the episode that we want, you know, in the city zombies. We don't like country zombies. Boring. Yeah, it's scarier in the city. But um, nope, they just went from that flashback right to the countryside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I think at some point they've got to go back to Atlanta. Or at least get around some more people. I'm so sick of just the same the same characters floating around and not doing anything. Whining about their lives. <laughs> yeah. Or <laughs> zombies am, everywhere. Man, I am desperate for a strong female character. I know. I Me too. I mean, Andrea last night pissed me off so much. <laughs> she's getting there and then she had to go shoot Daryl in the head. And I was I like, know. why'd you do that? And she's had so many moments like fighting off zombies too. Or yeah. She could have been like really cool. And Lori, I mean, she has her strong moments too, but she's sort of, she's strong when she's got to be the mama bear. Mm-hmm. I just want someone to be, be like, fuck badass. it all. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like a badass woman. Just one. Just one to not care about anything else. Andrea's getting there, I feel like, but there's going to be a few more episodes, I'm sure, before she... Yeah, they still have that sudden bell thing going on. So, mm-hmm. you don't need to be polite in the zombie apocalypse. Really? Well, why was she so eager to shoot the zombie when it was like 300? She thought Daryl was a zombie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was so eager to shoot him. They're like, hey, you know what? We'll just go out and smash him with a shovel or something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. And she had this big smile on her face like she wanted to shoot him. She really wanted to show everybody up. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted to prove to Dale, who has been sort of watching over her this entire time, and she's like, no, I don't want to be under your wing. Yeah. I can do it. Or that she, she really deserves to up. have a gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, she's a really good shot. She is. She, she hit, him, hit in him in the face head. from like 300 yards away. That's incredible. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, she graced him, yeah. But yeah. He was okay and everything. I mean, I mean, for not shooting guns a lot. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was impressed. Yeah, I don't think I would have been able to hit someone in the head. <laughs> no way. I yeah. thought that was a great scene, the way they built that up. I thought mm-hmm. this episode in particular, I don't know who directed it, there were a lot of beautiful shots. Mm-hmm. And the way they built that up, going from Daryl to Andrea, Daryl to Andrea, and getting closer and closer, and then finally shooting him in the head. Yeah. They really built and the how suspense. the sun, like, just blinded yeah. him out enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, like, so you could tell that she wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The point of view shot through the gun. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Well, plus you really saw him degrade. Like, when he stumbled out, he looked like a zombie. He totally did. Mm-hmm. He definitely did. And there was, like, that 
one zombie in the woods gnawing on his foot. Yeah. So oh, like, my God. I thought he was done. I really oh, thought yeah. he was done. That scared me. I don't know. All right. How did he survive this episode? No, he, nobody <laughs> can rag on him for being a redneck because he was just so badass. He's so determined. Yeah. <laughs> it's un- All right. So he falls off a horse. Because of a freaking snake. Yeah. Snake spooks the horse. He falls off the horse. Falls down a 500-foot cliff that just came out of nowhere. <laughs> Something like that. He was in the woods, and all of a sudden there's this like Grand Canyon rocky ravine. Falls down it, lands on his arrow, stabs himself through like the liver, bleeding everywhere. Mm-hmm. Then he's okay. Then two zombies come after him. One of them is like gnawing on his foot, somehow manages to be okay with them. Well, first he's like swimming through the water looking for his crossbow. Yeah. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Before any of that happened. Yeah. And then the zombies, well, first he saw his, the first vision of Merle. That's right. And Merle's yelling at him and all pissed off. Mm-hmm. But he's got both hands. I was kind of hoping it would be one-handed because they showed Merle in the trailer for the episode. I know. Yeah. Which really, they... Ugh. Tease. They're so sneaky in their marketing department. And <laughs> so I was like, Merle's going to be back. Cool. But it wasn't. I mean, can we agree? We don't, it wasn't actually. I'm pretty sure right. he was hallucinating yeah. or something. It's almost like a lost Although, did we ever actually physically see Merle cut off his hand? We never did. No, I mean, but they showed his hand. They showed the severed hand. Yeah. How do we know it was his hand? Were there any, like, tattoos, identifying features? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I mean... It was a hand. Yeah, but what's how sneaky they 99% sure it, it was his hand, but they never actually showed him sawing off his yeah. hand, so who knows? We're journalists, oh man. No, you guys sound like lawyers. <laughs> how do we know? Does the glove fit? <laughs> Get them handcuffs out and put them back on. He was handcuffed to a roof. Okay, all right, fine. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm just stating the facts as the counter counsel here. Just so Did he, he have a saw? But you're right. Don't Did know. he have a saw? There was a toolbox uh, just outside of his reach. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe okay, it was a zombie hand. What? Well. <laughs> There's no way you can't see this. They're giving very dirty looks to each other. Yes. So anyway, so after Daryl fends off these two zombies, he climbs up the hill, then he falls again like a. <laughs> like, He's such a chump. <laughs> yeah. And then after all this shit, he climbs up to the top of this thing. Walks all out of the woods. As soon as he gets out, they shoot him in the face. <laughs> like, holy shit. Daryl had a rough day. But no one... All right, my, my big problem, like, Daryl's a pretty badass dude. We've all said numerous times that he's one of our favorite characters. Mm-hmm. No one's, like, apologizing to him. Like, he comes out of the woods, Rick's pointing a gun at him, because, to be fair, they think he's a zombie. Mm-hmm. Because he looks like a zombie. He's covered in His blood. blood. He's bleeding. Every, yeah, he's, he's staggering. Yeah. yeah. Looks, and he's carrying that little... <laughs> teddy bear doll. It's like so fucking yeah, crazy. Very creepy. <laughs> so then they shoot him in the face, and then later Andrea's talking to, to Dale, and she's like, Oh, I shouldn't have shot him. And Dale, instead of being like, Yeah, you shouldn't have shot him, he's like, Well, everyone wants to shoot Daryl. Uh, and yeah, he was trying to make Andrew feel mm. better, but on the other hand, it's like, Poor Come Daryl. <laughs> yeah. He's out there looking for this little girl while you guys are all around, like, shooting the shit and making dinner each other. for Herschel, yeah. <laughs> who doesn't appreciate it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Herschel can't get those. We can't get our original ragtag team out soon enough, man. Yeah, he wants to be yeah. done with them. Every single moment he has alone with his daughter, he's like, man, don't get close to them. Don't yeah. get close. But you made a good point that not everyone is being mean to Daryl. Carol gave him some thanks for looking for Sophia. Yeah, she was appreciative. Mm-hmm. You said Herschel wants everyone out. I don't know. Can you blame him? Like he says at one point in the episode, he says, how the hell have you people survived for so long? And <laughs> yeah. I think we've said that at some point here. Yeah. Like, how have these people made it? They make <laughs> the dumbest decisions on the planet. They really do. And they're, they're all okay. Like, except for, well, I think a few, no, one's, no one's died off in this season so have far. Have we seen T-Dog a lot in this last? Because remember how he got that really bad chunk? Yeah, he, he ran out to the field to try to kill the zombie oh, who yeah. was actually Daryl. But, yeah, he was all bandaged up, but he must be recovering. Okay. 
Yeah, otherwise, everyone's been good. And um, Carl seems to be fine, too. Yeah, he's doing oh, yeah. okay. I forgot about Carl. Sophia's lost, but... <laughs> yeah, but who I mean, cares? Yeah, I don't care at this point. <laughs> <laughs> There's such a weird... Like, they put such strange emphasis on different characters every single episode. Like, I feel like the producers or the writers just don't know how to handle an ensemble cast yet. Yeah. So they've just rotated over and over. They're, like, trying different people yeah. out with each other. Especially... Yeah. the first time Daryl, like, really had a solo. Yeah. Especially, like, an ensemble cast that we know is going to get slowly picked off. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they don't want us to get attached. I don't know, but... Well, that's why I think they... Remember last night they introduced a few... Every now and then they were just... The <laughs> character would show. Like, when they were organizing... Like, who is that? Yeah, they were organizing a search for Sophia. And all of a sudden this, like, 22-year-old comes over and is like, I want to help with the search. And it's they're like, like oh, oh yeah, come on over, guy? Jim or whoever the hell. And everyone else, we're all sitting there going, who the fuck is this? Guy? Where did he go? <laughs> what did from? you say he was like? He was like a red shirt? He's, yeah, yeah he's Trek. like the red shirts on Star Trek. It's like we need Bones, we need Spock, we need Kirk, and Danny Someone the intern. Someone killed off. <laughs> it's like one of us was going to die. Who's and then there be? was like a little girl, a little blonde girl who was just like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is that Sophia? But no. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's just like kids coming out of the woodwork and... I mean, I think they're just putting them in because they know that we want to start seeing people die, and we can't have the main characters die, so it's like, let's let them, the audience, get to know these people for like one or two episodes. Episode four or five, though. Yeah. Then we won't get so attached that we feel bad when they get eaten. Do you think they had that flashback in the beginning just to give Sophia something to do? Like the character, (laughs) like the actress, to be like, Mom, I'm hungry. (laughs) One line so she can get paid. Yeah, right. Maybe. (laughs) That might be it. Well, and Carol's uh, Carol's ex-husband was... Oh, yeah. Remember that guy? Yeah, yeah, he was such a dick. That seems to be a common theme. Like, for the most part, the women in the show are kind of stereotypical Southern, like, we'll stain and cook yeah. and clean. But most of the men are, like, redneck idiots who treat Fight. the women like shit. Even I mean, the heroes, even Rick and Shane, when they were in the woods, they were just fighting with each other. It was so petty. Yeah. All they could talk about was, like, hey, you remember that chick I boned in high school? Like, <laughs> I boned yeah, her. She was really hot. It was yeah. really she's a zombie. Cool. Yeah. Now she's dead. You should respect the dead. <laughs> shut up. No, you shut up. <laughs> I thought that was such a weird transition. I know. <laughs> yeah, it really didn't work well. There's one thing about Daryl that I'm interested in. That's the fact that he's actually seeing visions of his brother. Do you think there's a lot of guilt there? I mean, do you think he's just going crazy? Do you think people should have gone crazy by now? I think everyone's starting to go a little crazy. Like, obviously Shane mm-hmm. is starting to go a little crazy. Rick. It's definitely a guilt thing because, I mean, we'd all kind of forgotten about Merle. Merle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you got to remember, like, he's Daryl's brother. And they were best buddies, and they were just looking out for each other. And they left him on a roof to die. So he's got to feel somewhat. And I mean, granted, Daryl did go back for him, and he was pretty pissed off. But when they didn't find him, he's like, you know what? All these people left you on the Rick handcuffs Merle to the roof. T-Dog drops the key. Mm-hmm. And then now Daryl's like buddy-buddy with these guys. Yeah. So yeah. I think, yeah, back in his mind somewhere, he's like, wait a second. These guys fucked my brother over, and family's more important than and it makes guys. it kind of weird that he cares so much about finding Sophia. And Merle actually said that to him. Like, fake Merle. Whatever he was. Ghost <laughs> Merle. But it's like, why do you care so much about finding this little girl when you should have spent so much time finding me? Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. that's a good point. I mean, they they could have looked for Merle a bit more, but I guess he wasn't as likable as a lost little girl in the woods. <laughs> Sophia was so likable. <laughs> well, did, did they even look for Merle? I mean, they went back to the they roof, but after that they were like... They had to get out because there were zombies and, like, I think it's almost a different situation with Sophia. It was was a more dire situation. Yeah. This one, they're just going into the woods. But I thought they were grooming Shane to be, like, the bad guy, the foil to Rick. Mm -hmm. And now they sort of have Daryl, who's, like, this wild card, and now he's mad at Rick. (laughs) All of a sudden, when when Rick pointed the gun at him when he came out of the woods, he was like, oh, it's about time you point a gun at me, man. (laughs) 
And it'll be interesting to see those three men, those three alpha males, sort of mm -hmm. vying for the leader position. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of them's got to emerge as like the real bad guy, mm -hmm. or maybe all of them. Who knows? Maybe yeah, that's so where it's going. But like, so why? Like, why does Daryl? Daryl's looking for Sophia more than anyone else. Yeah, yeah, he's trying so hard. I don't know. In my point of view, if you're gonna look for one of the two of them, if you're gonna look for Moral, Merle or Sophia, I would look for Merle because. Who's going to offer more to the group again? Like, as far as <laughs> Sophia doesn't bring anything with Chris her to the table. Children. No, she doesn't bring anything to the table. She can't hunt. She can't support herself. She's like, she's just not good at anything. Merle, as much as he's a dick and a racist and whatever, he can hunt. He can kill zombies. He's a pretty useful guy to have around. Even though he has only one hand. <laughs> so, assuming he's still alive. But I mean, everyone, yeah, everyone gave up on, on Merle. But now here they are, like, looking for Sophia. So, is it like a, a guilt thing that. I, I'd never know. thought of that till this episode. I think they also saw him as a threat. I mean, when you're in a small group like that, and it's this kind of situation, and I, I don't know, it always kind of plays out that way. Like, dudes butt heads, and the guy that's aggressive is the bad guy, and you don't really yeah. want him around, he gets killed off. I'm thinking 28 days later, <laughs> you know, at the end, where yeah. that crazy neo-Nazi guy, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, he just has to go, because he's crazy and violent, and, like, there's enough violence... Let's get rid of him. That's Absolutely. what I'm thinking of. But think with this group, too, whenever something bad happens, they re sort of resort to that idea that, like, we don't even know these people, you know? Yeah. This is my family. We're just here together because we have to be. Mm -hmm. Trust is a big thing, it I is. think, with Walking Dead. So. so it's an interesting thing that Glenn and Maggie, well, Glenn trusts Maggie so much. So at the very end of that episode, he's really free now. Yeah. I think Glenn just wants to get laid. I can't blame him. No. Not really. I mean,. You gotta find something to do. And you don't know end of the world if it's times. gonna be your last time or not. I mean, exactly. hey, that's very logical. Or his first time, it Was seemed it? like. <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay, like he's in the caravan with Dale, and he's like, when women get on their periods, do they all cycle? Like, absolutely, like he's never took like fifth. I mean, sounds like he's 15. Does he really not know how some of these things work? And granted, like, Maggie was acting kind of batshit crazy. Oh, she was. But, mm -hmm. I mean,. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know what her bitchiness is all about. Is she just like trying to play hard to get? But then again, it's like, what's the point? He's like your only other option right now. Well, her dad was sort of on her ass about it too. That's true. Maybe she felt bad. But then no, because she only starts to like kind of flirt with him again once she finds out daddy's not okay with it. Oh, I think yeah. it's a whole piss off daddy thing. Like Ooh. sleep with this other guy. Like mm, being rebellious. Yeah, she only wanted to sleep at first. At the beginning of the episode, she says, oh, we're not doing that again, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Then when her dad says no, she's like, maybe we should. Yeah, yeah no let's under have the table. weird sex in weird places. Like, <laughs> not weird that. sex, but regular sex in weird <laughs> places. Well, I'm, I'm interested to see how that father-daughter relationship pans out. Because if she's at that age where she's still trying to be rebellious to her father, but she is holding the secret for him, you know? Mm. Yeah. About the, the zombies in the barn. The zombie barn. How old do you think she's supposed to be? She's like got to be in her 20s. Yeah. I mean, she's, she, see, she's acting She's not young. a teenager. Yeah. There's she, no way. She looks like she's like 30. She does, but she's being so childish. And I think Glenn is supposed to be a lot younger than we think. I think Glenn's supposed to be like 19 or 18. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but he looks, just like from his mannerisms, the way he acts, he seems a lot a younger. A little juvenile. Makes sense. Adolescent, yeah. They do seem close in age, though, so... Yeah, so the episode ends with barn full of zombies mm -hmm. that Glenn just happens to stumble upon. and I mean, they're not, for the most part, they weren't really doing anything. 
They were just kind of walking were, around. Like, in the dark. They couldn't see anything. Yeah. They only got riled up when he came in there. Yeah. Totally. But then they started banging on the doors. and Yeah. It looked like by the teaser for next episode that they're going to get out. Well, eventually. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's going to sort of ruin their pastoral, um, I don't know, paradise, mm-hmm. Elysian fields over there in the farmhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Yeah, and I don't think Otis, or not Otis, Herschel's not going to want to kill him. No. Because there's a reason he's keeping him alive. He must think... Like he said in a couple episodes ago, when he and Rick were on the porch, mm-hmm. he said, just like every other disease, we'll find a cure, mm-hmm. like we'll get over this. So he really thinks, you know what, we'll just hang out of these guys till we find a cure, and then we'll cure them. Mm-hmm. He's also very religious. True. Oh, yeah. So that probably has something to do with it. And he won't allow anyone to have guns on his farm. He's probably afraid they'll shoot. Anti-violence. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a big problem when <sighs> those zombies get loose and no one has guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. That should be fun. I know, that'll be good. So let's take a look at some of our favorite zombies from this episode. Okay. So there's the zombies that attack Daryl in the woods. One and two. One and two. Okay, there's one, one that he two. mushes with a stick and that the other so that good. he stabs in the head with the arrow. We have one friend named Gareth who watches with us and he just yells, sour! <laughs> zombie killing. And it was. It was a sour killing. It oh was. yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> he, I mean, he was just smashing his head like it was... They showed it. Oh, yeah. They like showed the, the skull, skull cracking. Oh. And the brains dribbling out. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Alright, so we got zombie one and zombie two. You've got um, what I call the barn zombie rave. There's a bunch of zombies just kind of dance around <laughs> so in the barn in the dark. One? Yeah, they're just the, the rave zombies. My favorite, I wrote, I wrote down here, zombie Daryl. Because yeah. <laughs> Daryl's like... He's kind of zombie-ish towards the end of his little excursion in the woods there. Mm-hmm. He's staggered along. Like, I think he'd make a good zombie. Oh, that's tricky. They were all really good this week. I liked Skull Cave and Zombie. So did I. I loved Skull Cave and Zombie, but the zombie rave is so funny. <laughs> it's so strange. They're all in there, and I don't know. Okay, I'm going to save Zombie Rave for later, because okay. I don't know who's in there yet, so I'll go with Skull Cave and Zombie. Okay. I think that's the first time we've had a three-way consensus. I that's think you're true. right. Yeah, good work. Look at us getting along. I bet if we just took that scene like with all the zombies milling around and put like techno music behind it it really would look like a it zombie would go rave. viral on youtube I man let's I got, do okay. it let's yeah. do it look out on um look out on film get great look out on youtube for uh, a zombie rave video of some sort we'll see how good our editing skills yeah, are yeah. this week Woo. all right so that's gonna do it for this week on wait wait don't eat me you can find us on the web at filmgeekradio.com or you can subscribe to our show on itunes we just got up uh, a few weeks ago, we are on iTunes yeah, now, so search for us. We're free, so subscribe, and then you can get sent our show every week. Just a reminder, if you feel so inclined, you can donate to Film Geek Radio. So if you like the show, you want to send us your thoughts, your opinions, uh, you want to rant at us for a while, send us an email. You can email us at don'teatme at filmgeekradio.com. Uh, as for me, you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash chrsbakr. Or you can check out my blog, which is musicuse.wordpress.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Snappolitan. That's my Twitter handle. And my blog is drawn to quirk at samarinapolitan.wordpress.com. And my Twitter handle is T-R-I-N underscore L-O-C-H. And I don't have a blog I want to show anyone yet, so don't worry about it. <laughs> but you will soon. Someday. So thanks for listening. Uh, I'm Chris Baker. I'm Sam Napolitan. And I'm Katrina Talek. And just reminding you, if you've been bitten, it's already over. This has been a Film Geek Radio production. Film Geek Radio!
Yeah.